the deleted GTA 5 content that is illegal to show. So I don't know the story of how someone got this, but apparently someone found a drive that had multiple GTA 5 builds on it from mid 2012 and the most complete build going back to May 2013. And so it contained on it like a ton of deleted audio, deleted scenes, uh, cut content and all this stuff. The dude bragged about it on some forum and Take-Two's lawyers came to his house and confiscated the drive or some shit. But you can find the audio for it if you know the name of it. But I don't know how legally okay it would be to show anything that's in the video. It's like a 40 minute video. Um, so the, so because, the, because the drives are gone, like they originally, they originally hoped that they could make the game playable for those builds. But because the drives are gone, there's no way to do that. But this video of like 40 minutes of cut content still exists. But maybe I could just like drip feed little bits of it into videos or something. There's actually a variety of stories about how exactly this information was found, but it does exist online. The contents are as follows. Bury the hatchet extra dialogue, Dale missions, which I guess are different side missions, some extra stuff for did somebody say yoga, some extra stuff for legal trouble, Magenta cut mission, marriage counseling different dialogue, Mr. Phillips alternate dialogue, Mr. Richards different story, Mrs. A and Mrs. B, which I believe is some Franklin side mission stuff, more about the Sharmusa job, which I think was the heist that was intended to happen with Martin Madrazo, and a Solomon Cup mission, Harrier. I got recognized in public because of my clothing. When I was out at the shops yesterday with my mother, I was walking along and this dude looked at me, smiled, and gave me a thumbs up. I smiled at him and kept walking. I was like, I wonder why that happened. I, I get maybe he recognized me or something. I was wearing a mask, but I guess I was still wearing a black tank top and black shorts, so maybe it was obvious, I don't know. Do we truly have freedom? So there's two kinds of freedom. There's positive and negative freedom, where negative freedom is um like being free of restrictions. Oh, the, the, the less restrictions specifically upon you, the more, uh, more uh, negative freedom you have. And positive freedom is um your ability to actually do things. Like you can have all the negative freedom in the world. Like there's just a thousand things that you have to choose from. There's no restriction saying that you specifically can't do something. But if you lack the capability to do it, that freedom isn't very useful, you know? Like you need both positive and negative freedom. And to what degree you have it just depends on your current circumstances. Like a billionaire has great abundance of positive and negative freedom, where uh, a poor person obviously has far less. And it depends on the specific topic, the specific thing you're trying to do, the region in which you're in, as to how much of either freedom you have in regards to anything. You know, freedom is an illusion. It depends on what you mean, you, what you're saying freedom in that context. Like, reality can very rarely be summed up with such a, like, piffy little quote like that, right? Because if you mean freedom to simply mean free will in a libertarian sense, then I agree with that sentence. Because I don't, I don't think free will in the libertarian sense um, actually exists. But that's not really what we're talking about. Irrespective of your views of uh, determinism and whatnot, in reality, there is a qualitative difference between you having a desire to do something and being able to do it and you not being able to do that thing. And then you can analyze what are the limitations that prevents you from achieving or doing the thing that you desire. Like there are measures that exist to measure freedom in different ways. And uh, what was the, isn't there like a freedom index or something? That, that measures people in, in different respects, like, like, like access to information and um, health services and you know, all that jazz. And as a poor person, Buy your freedom is an illusion. Nice. 
in the sense that you are shown all these things you can do with your so-called freedom, but your situation and circumstances of life prevents you from using that freedom. Yeah, so that would be a situation of, um, where you have negative freedom, where you're not restricted from doing particular things by, like, laws and what, what have you. Um, but you, you don't have the positive freedom in that you can't actually do those things because you're limited by your circumstances. A lack of access to money or free time or, or what have you. I mean, I've spoken to some people who outright just reject the idea of positive freedom. They're usually libertarians who ultimately only view freedom as being free of, like, governmental restriction. So if you were in a desert by yourself, society didn't exist, there was no government, you would have the maximum amount of negative freedom possible. Because there would be literally no one to tell you you can't do whatever you want to do. There are no laws, no regulations, no restrictions put upon you by anyone else. You are your, you're the freest person you can possibly be, but you would be able to do nothing. Because you'd be in a desert, there'd be nothing there. Yeah, you would have access to... You would, you would have all these desires of things that you would love to be around you that you can do, but they wouldn't be there. You wouldn't be able to actually achieve your desires in your environment. It's, it's why you can conceptually understand why a person in a society that... Where there's taxes or regulations or even law enforcement or whatever, they restrict you in particular ways. You are still more free to do things in that environment than you would be in a place absent any restrictions placed upon you. It is the case that sometimes you have to give up certain freedoms to be able to actually achieve the things that matter to you most, or uh, to be put in a, in a circumstance to have a foundation where you can actually do things in your environment. I don't understand huge lobby shooters. I'll be real with you, I don't know how people play those massive shooters. I don't get it. I really don't. Like, playing Battlefield yesterday, I do not at all understand the value of having a uh, hundred people lobbies or whatever. Like, give me a 5v5. I don't, like, the, the chaos of just, you get shot from any direction at any time and being in a massive, I don't get it. Like, I get Battle Royales, because those kind of end up, you know, only a few people fighting each other, but like just dying over and over again to just bullets from all directions, I don't know, doesn't appeal. The kinds of streams that I watch I've realized recently that the channels that I tend to like watching most these days on Twitch usually end up playing games that I myself don't play, that I wish I was good at. I was once adamant that I would never do Treyarch percent runs. Treyarch percent being the first segment category, which is from the beginning of the game to the end of the first heist. When I first started doing GT5 speedruns, I did any percent no mission skip and I said I will never run Treyarch percent, I think it's a meme. People said to me, you should try Trevorson. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I'm not interested. When I went back to university, I didn't have time to do univer uh, to do uh, any percent no mission skip. So I uh, I had to do Trevorson, basically, or just do nothing at all. I still remember the awkwardness when I finally transitioned to Classic Percent. And whenever I got after the Trevor Percent section, I was all, like, nervous. Like, oh my god, dude. I have so little experience in this section of the game. I honestly got lucky with my username. I think to myself sometimes, chat, younger me didn't do so bad. I could have picked a much worse name than Dark Viper. Literally a name I had in the fifth grade. Like, it's not that unique, you know. It's a good enough name, but not that common, and you know, it's did alright. The Pixie Pebble Problem. Here's a question. Say you are in a field. In the field is literally limitless rocks. Limitless, like just for the sake of this uh, scenario. A guy says to you, my dude, my guy, there are pixies under these rocks. And you're like, 
fuck off, Tara. He's like, no, 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 legit, test it. And you lift up a rock. He's like, there, there's no, and, and you're like, there's no pixie under this rock. And he's like, ah, oh, well, it, that must just be like that particular rock. There were no pixies under that rock. But the rest of the rocks, pixies, my dude, pixies. You pick up another rock, but there's no pixies. Like, man, I swear to you, the other rocks, though. How many rocks do you need to lift up before you are justified in saying there are no pixies under any of those rocks? It's infinite. You can't pick up all of them. There is, to me, no objective answer to this question. It's just, uh, there will be an amount after which you personally will feel, feel comfortable dismissing the claim. I want, I'm, I'm surely in philosophy, there must be something that addresses this question. It's always prudent to remember that nothing in life is ever, I mean, outside of things that are, you know, logically disproven, nothing is ever, like, proven 100% or disproved 100%. It's just eventually you get so much evidence in favor of a conclusion that it's no longer pragmatic to question that conclusion on a regular basis. Are any of my viewers from my 2014 stream still around? Matt, are there any viewers from my 2014 Rambles video still around? Um, no. There are people who stop by every rare occasion that are not really consistent, you know. Thing is though, like, I'm a large enough content creator that even if one of those people wants to stop by and say hello, I'm not necessarily going to see them, you know? Even if they sub or what have you to say hello, it might be half an hour before I see it sometimes, right? I just don't get those kind of personal kind of experiences with people anymore. Except outside of a handful of people, right? Then I'm, I'm just too busy, you know? So much of my streaming these days is specifically focused on making YouTube videos and stuff. I'm not the Twitch streamer that I once was, where I would just be playing video games and reading chat. Now it's, I'm always trying to be focused on what I'm doing to say jokes and uh, and always know what's going on and whatnot. It's, it's, a, it's a much different experience compared to normal streaming. Streaming for YouTube is just very different from normal streaming is what I'm saying. That's why it's relaxing sometimes to play Slay the Spire and Noita and stuff because they're just so casual by comparison. I'm not trying to be interesting. I'm not trying to be funny. Your ability to mess with people as a large content creator. What is happening? This is an illusion. You're in a coma. Please wake up. Your family cares about you. It's funny though, once you get to a certain size of content creator, even things that are very, very rare, probably are happening all the time while you're streaming. Like, you can guarantee every single time the Dream is streaming, like one of his viewers is having sex or something. And he's just in the background. Probably doesn't happen very often, but like just, you've got 300,000 people watching you. Probably happens at least once. Every single time, like see, see what I just said there before about you being in a comb when you should wake up. If you had 300,000 people watching you, there would at least be one person who was sitting there being like, I wonder if I'm in a coma and this is all an illusion. How would I know? And then you just, then the stream would be like, look, you're in a coma, please wake up. And how freaked out would you be just for a moment? <laughs> you know? <laughs> I would like to get to that level of success. <laughs> Screw with people sometimes, you know? But you just see random stuff sometimes. Mark, you're meant to do the dishes. You promised your mother. Do it, okay? And there'll be one guy named Mark, sometimes, who actually promised to do the dishes. Like, what, 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 what? How do you know? <laughs> Expanded and enhanced could damage my Facts and Glitches series. I have not considered, like, Expanded and Enhanced could damage my Facts and Glitches series in that people won't be able to recreate the bugs anymore. It could also create its own bugs. I will have to, like, 
maybe even restart the series and call it uh, Facts and Glitches Expanded and Enhanced, you know? It, de it just depends how different the game is. Like, I would be shocked if it was more than simply a graphical upgrade. And with a graphical upgrade, minor things would be changed, but the uh, engine stuff probably wouldn't be. Personally, I am hoping that, uh, you know, Rockstar, specifically despite me, will fix all the facts and uh, fix all the glitches in my series. So that uh, people who play the game can have a better experience. Although, I don't... Have we found any glitches that really impact the experience of the player base? I don't really think we have. Oh yeah, I, like I'd, I'd hope that they would fix the monkey business bug and expand and enhance and fix the um, FPS glitch for complications. Those are game-breaking bugs that will uh, like actually impact a lot of people who play the game, especially as graphics cards get better and better. Probably, I mean, like I have as bad opinion of Rockstar as anyone, but I think that would be fixed. You know, like honestly, like. <sighs> My opinion of Rockstar gets better every single day that I don't play GTA Online. And then I play GTA Online and I fucking hate them again. <laughs> I forget. I grow softer with each day that passes. And then I play and I'm like, oh my god, what have you people done? <laughs> Being 30 is weird. I am exactly 30. 30 and a half actually, I suppose. It's not like it's my birthday today. 30 is a weird set of years because you're old to people who are young, but you're young to people who are old. Old is a relative thing. Reflecting on my pacifist voiceovers. When I listen back to pacifist sometimes, I do wish I had taken more of a enthusiastic kind of sounding voice to the whole thing. But like, my presentation was meant to kind of contrast with how I sound in the actual game on the day, you know? And it's a lot easier to be clear and concise when you're not a... Uh, putting some emotion into what you're saying, or speaking quickly. You are as good as can be expected. Davey! How you doing? About as good as can be expected. When I get married, okay, if I ever get married, okay, if I ever talk to another human being in real life again, um, <laughs> um, if I ever get married, um, for my wedding vows, I'll be like, you make me as good as can be expected. <laughs> Honey, my beautiful, you are as beautiful as can be expected. <laughs> Gilbert Gottfried's real voice. Oh, dude, I had something happen yesterday. So, I thought Gilbert Gottfried's voice was what he actually sounds like, but it's not. You know the guy who played Iago and stuff in Aladdin? He doesn't actually sound like that. That's a, it's like a stage voice. There is very little footage of him giving, using his normal voice. But there's like a a clip of him on SNL from way back in the day that shows his normal voice, and it's it's just a normal voice. When you have a dog, you have to take him for walks. Well, you never pay that much attention to me. That's not the dog. That's the cat. Oh, okay, this one. The dog, the cat. What difference does it make? It makes a very big difference. I don't like the cat. If you want the cat, you have the cat. Wasn't it obvious? Oh, me, I. I I assumed he was yelling, sure, but he just has a normal voice. How YouTube balances consideration of click-through rates and watch time. I'm surprised the Max Payne video didn't do too well. What I'm more surprised about though, is like, the Bully video has done impressively well, despite having such a low click-through rate. So my Clips channel has like a 10% click-through rate, as in, one out of 10 times, if one of my clips is shown to someone, they'll click on it. My main channel has like on average, like a 4% click 
click-through rate currently. Maybe yours is a little bit lower than that. It's been higher in the past, but basically how it works is the shorter your content is, the more likely people are just going to be like, oh, well, fuck it, I'm going to watch it. If I don't like it, it's only going to cost me X amount of minutes. So if your video is six seconds and a person can't find anything else to watch and scroll and through, they're like, well, this is only six seconds, man. If it's good, it's only, if it, it, you know, I found something good. If it's not good, then I've only lost six seconds. So the longer your content is, the more appealing it has to be for a person to click on it initially. But if they do click on it, obviously they're gonna be more likely to watch it longer than six seconds, for example. So YouTube seems to know that. So like, if you have a three hour long video that's only getting like a 4% click-through rate, but people are watching it for like 40 minutes or something, YouTube will still keep throwing it at people, even though most are ignoring it, because if they catch you with that video, you're there for 40 minutes, you know? So for example, the bully playthrough I did, that was like a three hour video, on its first day, it only ended up having like a 5% click-through rate. And then the next day, like a 3%, the next day, 2%. Currently, it's sitting like a 1% click-through rate. As in that video has to be shown to 100 people for even one to click on it. And it's still getting shared around because the average person who watches it, watches it for half an hour. YouTube didn't used to be like this back in the day, but the algorithms become more sophisticated because it's, its main job is to keep you on the platform. So it doesn't just value the click-through rate, it values, you know, how long you're going to actually be watching the video and how long you're going to stay on the platform and will this connect you to other videos and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm hoping in the following days the Max Payne video goes a bit better, but who knows. If I don't finish a video, it pops back in my recommendation to finish it. Yeah, uh, which isn't surprising because, like, well, this person watched this video before and they clicked on it before and spent this much time on the platform before watching it. Clearly, it's something that they at least had some interest in then. Well, let's see if they have an interest in it again. Like, I'll have videos that I watch, like, you know, a year ago, get recommended to me again sometimes. I say, well, you liked it once, maybe you'll like it again. It is one of those things where, especially when you have already been looking for a while, trying to find something, and not, and, and like, you're not able to find something, so you're like, screw it, this thing, I've already seen it, but at least it'll fill some air, you know, it, it, it'll, it'll kill some time. Sure, I've already seen it, but at least I know I'll, I'll like it to some degree, you know? And you feel lazy when you do that, because you're like, man, I could, if I just looked a little bit longer, I could find something new, but screw it. An old video I'm proud of. Uh, I have a Sleeping Dogs video already. I never finished the game, but um, I edited that one. I made a good video from the most garbage footage that exists. If you haven't seen the Saints Row, uh, the Sleepy Dogs video, you're missing out. I had like three different editors look at that footage and 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 give me back shit. And I was like, no, you're all fools. This can be made into something good. And I just spun it into silver. Music is better today than ever before. What's the thoughts on the music that musicians make today? The music today is more varied than it ever has been in the entire history of the world. There is more selection of high quality than there ever has been. Anyone who says differently is an idiot. There is something for literally everyone and it is easier to find than ever before. Arguably, the worst part is that you're like, there's just so much that you can just you know, get buried in songs for like the rest of the time. Once upon a time, the barrier to entry was so high to like release music for wide, wider consumption that only a select amount of people could even make music of good quality, you know, and get it to the ears of a uh, reasonable amount of people. These days, effectively anyone can, which means you have a huge amount of shit available but also a huge amount of very good quality stuff as well. For every niche taste, you know? I think 
a lot of the music from uh, decades past seems better to people these days, just because you're only listening to like the best of the best of those generations, you know? Like there was a lot of shit back then as well. I mean, like if you go back and listen to like the best of the 2000s, that's some good stuff. You go back and listen to the best of the 2010s, that's also some good stuff. Of course, that assumes that you like genres that are the most popular. Like, if you are really into metal, uh, looking up the top songs of the decade is probably not going to be good for you because most people don't listen to metal. I mean, it does suck, of course, if you have more niche tastes in music and you like stuff that is less commercially viable due to its lack of popularity or companies not being willing to um, take a risk on um, producing such things because uh, it's, it's less popular, so they're not going to make as much money, so they want to throw money behind stuff that's more uh, potentially going to get them more money. But, like, there's no decade in which you would have been better off still, you know? It's not like people were more willing to invest in metal in the 1960s than in today, you know what I'm saying? Go woke, go broke, and the quartering. You guys ever heard of this narrative, go woke, go broke? It's nonsense if you look at the numbers, it's just a bunch of very selective bullshit and what counts as going woke is, uh, well let's just say very subtly racist, as in like, they're calling this, uh, was it, uh, Shang Li movie or whatever in the Ten Rings, they're calling it woke and it's like, how is this work exactly? Because the main actor's Asian? <laughs> like, I don't know. But regardless, every single time these YouTube channels will come out and say, Oh man, Disney, Marvel going woke, so they're not making any money, ah! And, uh, and so they, everyone wrote all these videos complaining about how, or, or saying Shang Li's gonna make no money, everyone's scared's gonna make no money, because they've gone woke and so they're going broke, blah blah blah. And now that Shang Li has done very well at the box office, these people have to, you know, they've got egg on their face, like they, they often do. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because The Quartering was one of these people. For those who don't know, The Quartering, outraged merchant, complains about fucking everything. And there was a Reddit thread. Oh, Shang-Chi, whatever. Shang-Chi, whatever. There was a Reddit thread that brought up The Quartering. And then, as one of these people who was shitting on this movie, it's not going to make any money, and, you know, it made a lot of money. And half the comments, or something, or at least a significant amount of them, were referencing me. Or calling The Quartering a disingenuous, dense motherfucker, or whatever. I found that so fucking funny. <laughs> I, like, I, I gotta wonder how often the Quartering does live streams and shit, and people just stop in to troll and call him a dense motherfucker or some shit. <laughs> or ask him how, is he good at tying his shoes and stuff? Because <laughs> he, is, he, is, he is really a despicable human being, causing him some manner of displeasure is uh, quite nice. The Imperial system is bad, our time system is just as bad. I watched a video recently talking about how the imperial it, it, the imperial system is bad and America should change it and all that stuff. They made the case, however, that how costly it would be to change now kind of makes it silly. One point they brought up that I hadn't thought about before is how, t how, how time works. Everyone talks about how stupid it is, how, you know, there's 11 inches in a foot, or it was a tw 12 inches and a foot and stuff. We don't talk about how it's stupid that there's 12 hours and uh, 24 hours in a day. Like, we do 12 and then 12. That doesn't make any sense. Why do we do that? Why is that not also in base tense? Why is there 60 minutes in an hour, 24 hours in a day, seven days in a week? You could you could divide it up time-wise to make it all base tens as well. Like uh, the, our measurements of time are just as stupid as the imperial system, 
and much worse than the Metricin, but no one bothered to talk about changing. It's not how the Earth rotates. There, there are base 10 systems of time, we just don't use them. Apparently the 12 hour clock is just to carry over from ancient times, and it would just be too much of a pain to change at this point. Would I still have the energy to do 100% speedruns? Understand, there are two different types of streaming. One where you're basically just playing the game, and another where like you're actively engaged, always talking with chat and doing new things and all that jazz. I could definitely still just stream for 10 hours at low energy, you know? It's like the it's like a, a lamp or whatever. It's the difference between having it on dim versus at full brightness and stuff. If I did 100% again, I would just be like low energy for most of it. Be sure to like the video and subscribe. Also remember, comments are shown to me chronologically for my entire channel, meaning regardless of how old the video, your comment will still be shown to me in my feed. So leave one if you have something on your mind.